Let's Talk Real Estate with Fritz Fister of REMAX Professionals. Stay informed, stay connected with WMAY. Saturday morning to you. Welcome to Let's Talk Real Estate, program number 1,354. My name is Fritz Fister with REMAX Professionals of Springfield. I want to thank you for sharing your time with me today. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. And this week, our subdivision of the week, well, we went down to Auburn last week, so I thought we'd just shoot over 104 a little bit to the east and go into Pawnee. So anybody that lives in Pawnee, you want to know how your real estate market's doing this year? Stay tuned for Subdivision of the Week, which is the Village of Pawnee. Following our weekly observations, we'll open up the phone lines for you to give us a call with any question that you may have, 217-629-7970. If I may please remind you, the opinions expressed on Let's Talk Real Estate are solely mine. They're not those of... Sponsors of REMAX Professionals of Springfield, REMAX International, or the Capital Area Realtors. I'm a licensed real estate broker. I do not own REMAX. I'm not an attorney at law, a tax expert, or a financial planner. So the opinions and stories I share with you on this program come from serving families and situations with those families in this very real estate market where you live. Well, the sponsors this half hour of the program, Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the store that will brighten up your lifestyle. Writings Plumbing, when you have a plumbing problem, it's Writings to the rescue. And Slabjackers Construction, if your concrete has that sinking feeling, well, get all jacked up with Slabjackers. I want to take a moment to say good morning to my sister Mindy in Cumberland, Maryland, my son Sam in Springfield today, but... Nashville is normally where he's at. My son Josh, his wife Ashley, and my grandkids Kenzie and Weston enjoying a Thanksgiving in Disney World. Before we get started today, I want to mention a couple of things, if I may, please. Yesterday would have been my dad's 100th birthday. He's celebrating his seventh birthday in heaven. And I just wanted to mention to you that time goes by pretty fast. One hundred years ago yesterday, my dad was born in Evansville, Indiana. 
Also, on a very sad and heavy heart, a heavy heart, I bring this news to you. Major Paul Logan of the Salvation Army passed away this week, uh, tragically. And uh, Major Paul was just a great man. I had the distinct honor of serving the local Salvation Army for 13 years. And 12 of those years, Major Paul and his wife, Barb, and our condolences go to you, Barb, and to the kids uh, on Paul's passing. But he was just a great man. I am so honored to have been able to walk the path with Paul, a heavenly man. And there is no doubt in my mind uh, he's celebrating in heaven as we speak. Rest in peace, Major Paul Logan. Well, it's time for our weekly observations being brought to you by Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the store of distinction on the South 6th Street Frontage Road, south of the Route 66 Hotel and Conference Center. They have a huge sale going on. You need to stop by today and visit our friends at Mark's Fireplace and Lighting. Uh, they have some kind of new fancy grill. I was trying to read up on it, but I was in a hurry because unfortunately, but fortunately, I was running contracts around. I had clients. We were very blessed to have found a home for uh, the older couple that I've been working with, uh, looking for the home on the Rochester side of Springfield. And uh, I did my best uh, Pony Express yesterday and this morning before the program crisscrossing the county and the city. So I didn't get to see exactly what they were advertising, but it looked kind of really futuristic. Uh, has to do with cooking. That all I, that's all I can tell you. It's some kind of new grill. Stop by Mark's Fireplace and Lighting and learn, and you'll know more than me, but by next week I'll know what they're offering on sale. So stop by Mark's Fireplace and Lighting. They're just a fantastic family-owned business right here in Springfield and a gem at your disposal. Well, here's your weekly observations for this November 27th, 2021, and it's titled The Last Hurrah for 2021. You know, Thanksgiving week usually marks the beginning of the slowest market of the year and runs through New Year's Day. And then dependent upon the weather, the local housing market will start to crank back up slowly, headed into the spring market. The final numbers for October revealed a consistent pattern we have witnessed that I've shared with you throughout the year. The number of home uh, new home listings uh, in October, 269. Well, how many listings went under contract? 269. <laughs> and then this Thanksgiving week, we saw 50 new listings, and 53 listings go under contract. So steady as she goes. It appears 2021 will hang on and set a new record high for home sales in our MLS. You know, year to date, the end of business, as of the end of business yesterday, I should say, there were 4,080 closed home sales reported. That's the third year in a row we've broken 4,000 home sales. And 2019 was the first time we did that since 2007. So we're back. Those sales were up 8.4% or by 318 over last year. Now there's currently 475 listings reported under contract by member brokers to the MLS. 
although down 13.3% from last year on this date. We only need 256 of those 475 to close in the remainder of the year to set that new record in home sales. The $64 million question remains, how much longer can our local housing market sustain a record pace of home sales? Well, we're going to find out in the not-too-distant future. With the ominous winds of persistent and rising inflation, supply chain disruptions, rising gas prices, and energy costs, oh my gosh, predicted to rise 40 to 56% to heat your home this winter, the working families' incomes are under assault and shrinking. The saving grace and impetus for home buyers, low interest rates, well, they continue to slowly creep higher. The Federal Reserve has announced they will begin raising rates in 2022. And, you know, we have about a third of the market who hasn't experienced interest rates above the 3% range in their adult home buying years. The saving grace for home sellers, which has resulted in record high sale prices, is the low inventory of homes for sale. And that, too, will be the saving grace after interest rates rise because this has been and remains an interest rate-driven market. It's not a jobs boom market by any stretch. In fact, Illinois remains mired in the bottom 10% of states in job recovery from the COVID lockdowns. Anemic job growth does not add to demand for housing. When rates rise, the lack of competition will save many, but not all, home sellers who will be competing for fewer buyers. The prospects for adding new business in Illinois looks dim as Forbes reported their annual results for the most friendly and unfriendly states, tax states in America. And you guessed it, Illinois was rated the most tax unfriendly state in the nation. Holy cow. Although other blue states have higher business, personal income tax rates, and sales tax rates, Forbes said Illinois' exceptionally high property taxes put Illinois over the top for the crown of most unfriendly tax state. Taxes are not the only challenge facing Illinois as the state struggles to recover. Continued unilateral mandates from the governor are also an anchor weighing down job growth and for no apparent benefit. For the fifth straight week, Florida led the nation with the fewest covative, excuse me, covative. That's, that's a combination of COVID positive. <laughs> Florida led the nation for the fifth straight week with the fewest COVID positive cases per 100,000 population. Florida shut down their economy for the initial two weeks to flatten the curve. You remember that, don't you? But returned to mostly normal with recommendations and not mandates and their economy is booming. Meanwhile, the states that have the highest COVID positive rates are all blue states like Illinois that continue with their authoritarian unilateral mandates and their economies continue to struggle to recover. Now, leading the nation in COVID positive cases per 100,000 is Michigan with 85. Florida, without the mandates and dictates, has the lowest with 6%. Point seven. Now, that's not 67, that's 6.7 per 100,000. Seems the mandates only tamp down economic activity 
without any provable health benefits. Between taxes, between mandates, 30-year high inflation, higher gas, energy, and food prices, the threat of another COVID variant that the autocrats will undoubtedly continue to justify their economic-suppressing mandates, comes the president's Build Back Better bill that, if passed, will, without any doubt, throw gas on the inflation fire. The working man, the average Joe, and the small business owner knows this, but the Ivy League eggheads are spinning another yarn for their progressive opportunity to enrich themselves with trillions of dollars we don't have that future generations will pay back. We can only hope that common sense wins the day and that our representatives actually protect the interest of the working American families and not the moneyed interests of lobbyists, crony corporatists, and globalists. Believe it or not, that decision will impact our economy and housing market. The $64 million question, how long can this record run in home sales last? will be answered by decisions those in government make who are supposed to be representing the people. That's why, in my view, it won't be long until we know. The last hurrah for the housing market from our seasonal slowdown is upon us. But will government get in or out of the way for our spring market? Stick around right here and find out. I suspect most of you will know before I can even tell you. And that's this week's weekly observations. Make it a great week. From Fritz and Christy Fister and Amy Mason of the Fister Success Team at REMAX Professionals. And if you're looking to buy or sell a home, or both, give, give me a call, Fritz, at 217-652-SOLD. It would be an honor to serve you. And that's this week's Weekly Observations, brought to you by our friends at Mark's Fireplace and Lighting. Well, uh, our buyer needs continue on, although I did uh, have success in getting a home for uh, the couple that I've been sharing with you over the past number of weeks. Uh, <clears throat> I saw this listing, I checked. Uh, Wednesday evening, the night before Thanksgiving, I'm checking the uh, MLS hot sheet, and lo and behold, there's two listings. I said, wow, who's listing here? And I saw it was right in the location, price, range, size, had everything. It looked great on paper, and we were the first ones to get in on Friday uh, afternoon uh, because they, I guess they had to clean up a little bit after Thanksgiving, uh, from their Thanksgiving celebration. But we were the first ones in, and we didn't last around, and we didn't play any games, and we were uh, blessed to get the home purchased. And uh, so that is one uh, set of clients that uh, we have successfully found uh, their new home. But we have many more. So if you or someone you know has a home for sale or would consider selling, I'm standing here looking at my list. Well, it was at 18 now. As of this morning, it's down to 17. But uh, I have uh, that single gal, professional lady. She's looking for a home in Springfield up to $225,000. She wants some space. She wants a laundry room. She wants a nice backyard. She wants a swimming pool. And she doesn't care if the house has it now or not. She'll put it in herself. 
Uh, but if you know of anybody in the Springfield area that's thinking about selling a home that has those amenities, I would sure like to hear about it. Then I have the uh, young professional couple. Well, he's a small business owner, and she just retired. And uh, they're looking on the west side of Springfield, and they're looking up to $300,000. They want a ranch-style home. They prefer to have a basement. Don't have to have a basement, but prefer one. And they can go a little bit over three hundred dollars if necessary for the exact right home. And something I learned yesterday after calling, I try and stay in touch as close as I can with my clients. Uh, she really wants a fireplace because I said, oh, here's one that just listed and she looked at it, and she says, no fireplace. I said, okay, let's put that on the list. And back when we started looking, when it was still summer, <laughs> fireplace wasn't really on their minds, I don't think. And then I have the young couple with the young son at home, and they're looking for a home in Chatham up to 195000 They can go up to two hundred, a little bit over if necessary. They want a three-bedroom, two-bath in decent condition with a two-car garage. And they're ready to go. And we've been looking since summer. And then I'll just share one more uh, with you. I have uh, a single dad uh, who has been looking. Gosh, we've been looking since March or April. Uh, he's uh, wanting a, he, it doesn't matter if it's a ranch home, uh, but he wants to be on the west side. Uh, he uh, works nights. And so he wants a private yard, uh, a quiet neighborhood, because he's got to get his sleep. And uh, he's been looking up to $180,000. So if you or someone you know has a home that meets those descriptions, has those amenities, uh, give me a call. My name's Fritz Fister with REMAX Professionals of Springfield. My phone number is 217 652 and those buyer needs were brought to you by Slabjackers Construction. You give old Chuck a call at 787-8252, and uh, he'll come out and he'll raise that concrete at a fraction of the cost that it would to replace it. And Chuck's just a great guy anyway. Tell Chuck hello from Fritz at Let's Talk Real Estate, 787-8252. I got to give a big shout out to Alex of Writings Plumbing. Another one of our great sponsors. And as I mentioned last week, I said, you know, they have 24-hour emergency services. Well, lo and behold, I didn't know the Fister family was going to need their services. Uh, my wife and I came home from uh, dinner, and I went in, and I used a re uh, restroom, and I flushed the toilet, and I walked back out into the kitchen, and all of a sudden, I heard this big hissing sound, you know, like, shh, water spray, and I said, now, what the dickens could that be? And I walked back in there, and that little uh, attachment where the water line goes into the base of the tank, it cracked, and it was spraying like a fire hose. I couldn't believe it. Well, wouldn't you know it, I reached down to shut it off, and the old turn off down there wouldn't turn it all the way off. I guess over time, <laughs> those turnoffs get calcium buildups in them, and they won't shut all the way off. So we had to shut the water off to the house, and that was on a Saturday evening. And we decided, okay, we'll just wait and call. We called on Monday morning. By 1 o'clock Monday afternoon, we were up and running and going great, and Alex really knows his stuff. He, he was in and out of there, got that fixed. He had to run and get a part. 
But other than that, he would have been done a lot quicker. Uh, but I got to say a big thank you to Alex at Writings Plumbing. And you can count on Writings just as the Fister family has. You give them a call at 544-6890. In the second half hour of the program, we're going to share with you the market update, uh, the interest rate update. And as I mentioned earlier, the subdivision of the week, we're going to go down to Pawnee. We're going to see, as my old buddy, the American dream, Al and Clark used to say, left knee, right knee, Pawnee. We're going to go to Pawnee. Back to Let's Talk Real Estate with Fritz Fister of REMAX Professionals on WMAY. Welcome back to the second half hour of Let's Talk Real Estate program number 1,354. My name is Fritz Fister with REMAX Professionals of Springfield. And uh, we want to thank our sponsors at this time, shall we? Hillier Storage and Moving, Springfield's oldest and best allied van lines agent. Moving the things you love. Bacon, termite, and pest control. They don't bug you, just the critters in your home. And JRE Construction Landscaping and Foundation Repair. They can keep water out of your foundation without putting you underwater. And you know what that means. He's affordable. Pat Patterson, over 30 years in the foundation business. He can come out to your home and he will identify how that water is getting in there. And he will only recommend what's necessary to solve the problem and nothing more. In other words, you don't get a full waterproofing system if you don't need a full waterproofing system. If you need one, you need one. But the vast majority of the time, you don't. And Pat can save you some money and solve your problem. All at the same time, give Pat a call at 691-8555 and tell him hello from Fritz at Let's Talk Real Estate. I've talked to him for a while. I need to give him a call. Wish him happy holidays. I wish all my sponsors happy holidays and thank you. Thank them for helping bring this program to you now in our 26th year. Um, well, yeah, we'll celebrate the first Saturday in January. will be our 26th anniversary, launching into our 27th year. And thank you for tuning in. And I hope that, and my prayer is that this program is meaningful and beneficial to you and, and you can receive information that helps you in this marketplace. Yeah, I'm certainly available to serve you directly. My phone number is 652-SOLD. You should know that by now. But if you don't, 217-652-SOLD-7653. And it'd be my pleasure to serve you and your family. It's time for our market update. Well, as I always look around here and I'm pulling up our data and I had to really fly through it this morning because I had to run across the county to get some contracts signed because my clients don't use uh, electronic signatures on their computer. In fact, they don't use their computer hardly at all. <laughs> <laughs> but the things that kind of jumped out at me uh, was the fever has been broken on the number of homes that are selling above asking price. Now, there's still plenty of homes selling above asking price. But if you know, if you remember, I've shared with you that it peaked uh, at the end of uh, the week of July the 3rd when 71.9%. And that wasn't on any small number of closings. That was... Um, let me find it here, 114 closed sales that week, one of the biggest weeks of the year, uh, where we had 71.9% of the homes sold at or above the asking price. Now, this past week, we only had 43 closings. 
which is pretty typical for a Thanksgiving week and for this time of the year. But only nine homes sold above asking price and 11 sold at asking price. That's 48.8%. So we've consistently held below 50%, but just below. Uh, so just about half the homes are still selling at or above asking price. But it was a feeding frenzy earlier in this year. Uh, I have shared week after week, this is the best time ever to be a home seller and the worst time ever to be a home buyer if you had to make a purchase now because of the very limited inventory and the demand, especially in certain price ranges, $100,000 to uh, $300,000, $350,000 really. Uh, multiple offers on nearly every listing as they became available. It was truly amazing. But it's it's not a feeding frenzy anymore, but you don't mess around. If the home is priced fairly and not way out into the stratosphere, offer them full price or even a little bit above. Try to secure that property or you're going to have another family enjoying that home and not you. Uh, so that kind of jumped out at me. Uh, only 43 closed sales and, and our pending sales. Uh, we only had uh, 53 go under contract this week. And I said, oh, my gosh. I said, boy, that sounds awful low. Let's see how we did the week of Thanksgiving last year. And lo and behold, there were 52. So we're just pretty much right on pace with, with last year. But how long is this market going to be able to sustain a record-setting pace? Sooner or later, demand has to become satisfied, doesn't it? Don't you think? I think so. Especially when we're not adding jobs at a level that will be significant to adding to demand for houses. So that all makes sense to me. But right now, we have a, and we've fallen back below 500 homes available to be shown, 494. That's only the second time in the last nine weeks that we've fallen below 500. Uh, the 4,080, we've, you know, it's just great. We've busted through 4,000 home sales again. Uh, we consistently did that 2003 through 2007. We averaged uh, 4,179 home sales a year. And then the financial collapse in 2008. And as I mentioned in my weekly observation, there's a whole generation of home buyers out there that have never experienced anything uh, above the 3% range. Except briefly, we were in the 4% range. That if you recall, after the uh, financial meltdown in 2008, uh, the Federal Reserve lo lowered interest rates just like they did with this COVID uh, lockdowns and shutdowns uh, to try to spur economic activity. And so going all the way back to 2009 when they started what they called quantitative easing. There's a blast from the past, huh? Where the Federal Reserve bought mortgage-backed securities and it lowered the interest rates all the way down to 3%. In fact, I remember for 18 months going up to May of 2013, we had 3% 30-year loans. And I kept screaming from the rooftop behind this microphone saying, please, 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 if you haven't purchased a home and you want to, do it now because rates will go up. And if you haven't refinanced and you had anything 4% or higher, refinance. Well, what happened? Bernanke came out the first week of May, and he says, we're ending our quantitative easing. 
we're going to stop buying mortgage-backed securities. That was the first week of May that he announced that. <clears throat> they stopped purchasing them. And by the end of June, interest rates are at 4.9%. Almost got to 5% within eight weeks. And I suspect we may see the same thing here because we have serious inflation. It's not temporary like somebody's trying to sell you. Everybody knows that. How many weeks have gone by every time I go into the grocery store? I, I limit my shopping. I get to just have tos. I don't treat myself to anything special because it's just too doggone expensive. <clears throat> I'm not paying $21 a pound for a steak. No, I, I have a hard time paying the $6.99 a pound or $5.99 a pound for ground beef, for goodness sakes. So every, every family's uh, struggling with their budgets, uh, budgeting for their groceries, budgeting for their gasoline for the week, and now they're going to have to be faced, now that we have this colder weather, budgeting for 40 to 56% higher gas bills. So if you had a $200 gas bill last year, you can count on it being 280 to over $300. Now, when families have to spend that money uh, on necessities, they're not spending it on anything else. And does that make a consumer want to just jump up and run out and buy a house? No, I don't think so. But the most intelligent financial decision families have been making and why we have had this record run is they have taken advantage of these low interest rates and locked in the low cost of their housing to try to weather this storm that's about to befall us. And if they pass this uh, Build Back Better bill, they say it's $1.75 trillion, but when it's scored out, it's more like $5 trillion. And we're almost to $30 trillion in debt now. Uh, and they're saying, oh, it's paid for. Well, if you believe that, I got a bridge out in the county I'll sell you today, right after the football game. But it's coming. That's all I'm sharing with you. I'm trying to give you plenty of warning that these rates, when they go up back in the, uh, there was a time when I would see interest rates go up or down 2% in a day in a day and you never knew what you had and so i'm i'm just sharing with you especially that younger generation that's now entered into the real estate market three percent isn't normal it's abnormal eight percent is normal and eight percent is what two and a half times the cost of money as you're currently accustomed to so the smart people have gotten out and they've made their purchase. They've locked in their low cost of housing. They're going to be able to weather the storm. Those of you who have not, and you see your rent continue to rise, and it's going to continue to rise with this inflation. You better believe it. And it's going to rise with property taxes because prices have, are reaching all-time record highs for our marketplace. And even though they're still very affordable, uh, comparatively speaking to other areas, other states, cities in Illinois, we're still very affordable, but guess what? When that landlord has his property taxes go up, your rent's going up. Uh, so my advice is get out there and buy a home. Don't just settle. Make sure it's the right home. And when you buy, uh, try and stay there. Try to buy with the intent of staying at least five years.
in that home. And in our marketplace, historically, that has proven to insulate you because you'll have some ups and downs in that five years. But over five years, you should be just just fine. So that's your uh, market update. And if you're looking to buy that home uh, or to sell a home, whether you're looking to move down, move sideways, move up, move out of the state, whatever your goals are, that's why we're called the Fister Success Team. We work for the success of our clients to help you succeed. And you can give us a call at 652-SOLD. Now, if you have a re professional relationship with a REMAX agent, I don't compete against my fellow REMAX brokers, but if you don't have a professional relationship with a REMAX agent, call Fritz. 652 sold. Call Fritz 652 sold and start packing. Now it's time for our interest rate watch being brought to you by Hillier Storage and Moving. Hillier's just a fantastic family owned business. 100, what, 2000, and, excuse me, 1916, I think Tom said. The company was founded. It's a family owned business. They move uh, executives from coast to coast. And if the executives, Trust Hillier, you can trust Hillier to move you from your apartment to your first home, from your first home to your second home. Moving the things you love. There's a reason why that's their moniker, because it's true. You call Hillier Storage and Moving 525-8550. Say hello to my friend Tom Swift. Here's your interest rate watch. Well, I was uh, a little concerned earlier this week. But fortunately, yesterday, the rates came back down a little bit. Uh, when we were here on the uh, last Saturday, the 15-year was 2.5. Well, it bumped up to 2.525. The 30-year was at 3.1. Well, it bumped up a little bit to 3.15. But earlier this week, it was 3.25. And once you get to 3.25, it's not long till you hit 3.5, and then it's not long until you're at 4%. So heed my words of uh, caution. Don't miss the boat on these interest rates. Now, your FHA last week was 2.875. It's up to 3%. And unfortunately, my VA friends, my fellow servicemen, your 2.75 disappeared, and it's now 3% as well. Don't mess around with these interest rates. They've gone on a long, long time. We have, what, May of 2020 is when this market really took off. Uh, and... It hasn't stopped. So what is that? 18 months? I don't know. It's a long time. It can't keep going forever. Home sellers, don't miss your opportunity. I know it's inconvenient to list your home over the holidays. It's not what you really want to do. But you have the least amount of competition that you've had in nine weeks. And interest rates are starting to bump up. And what happens with home buyers, I have discovered, when they hear interest rates are on the rise, uh, 
They will have sat around when it was two and a half. They all sat around when it was 2.75, done nothing. And then they'll sit around when it's three and they'll do nothing. They'll sit around and it's three and a quarter. They'll do nothing. Three and a half, they'll do nothing. Then all of a sudden it's 3.75. They say, oh my gosh, we better hurry up. And then you have this herd mentality and you'll see another brief rush to the market by all the procrastinators. And uh, if your house is not listed, you're not going to be available for them now, are you? And that's your uh, interest rate watch brought to you by our friends at Hillier Storage and Moving, 525-8550. Subdivision of the week, Pawnee. You know, last week we went down to Auburn. Well, let's kind of compare the two. They're kind of sister cities there. The I-55 separating them is all. And a few miles, maybe about 11. But down in Pawnee, how many homes do you think are available for sale? In Auburn, there were only four last week when we aired this program. Well, there's three in Pawnee. <laughs> Pretty similar, right? Uh, median list price of a home in Pawnee right now, 2049 Now, those three homes have been on the market an average of 33 days. That's quite a while, actually, in this market. There's currently three homes under contract in Pawnee. Now, the median list price of the ones under contract, one nineteen nine. So, first-time homebuyers are jumping in there and getting themselves a new first home there in Pawnee. Now, how long were they on the market? Two days, not 33, like the ones that are still out there. Now, year-to-date, sold and closed. How many have sold and closed? You remember uh, last week we shared with you in Auburn that uh, through last week there had been 56 sold and closed, but in 2020 during the same time frame there had been 81. But the good news for the Auburn sellers was their median sale price was up 10.2% over the same time frame. Down in Pawnee, we've got the opposite going on. There's 52 that have sold and closed so far this year compared to 40 during the same time frame last year. So their sales are up where Auburn's were down. But the median sale price in Auburn is down 15.3% compared to last year, where Auburn's was up 10.2%. Now, does that mean prices are falling in Pawnee? No, that probably means that there were more homes listed at lower prices. They got sold than the higher priced homes that the people are just comfy in and aren't selling. But that I thought was rather interesting comparison. Now, the days on the market this year, the average days on the market for those sold and closed from the time they listed it to the time they got a contract, 14 days. 19 days is the average in Sangamon County. How many last year? 74 Look at that difference. And it's all due to the low inventory. Once again, home sellers, I know you don't want to list your home this time of year. But if if you don't do anything else, just at least give me a call and we can plan to get your home on the market. As soon as the holidays are behind us, we can get uh, New Year's Day behind us and have a plan. And if the weather is halfway decent and people can get out, Go to the market. I normally recommend going to the market by February the 14th. You know what that is, Valentine's Day. To me, that is the true kickoff of the spring market. By St. Patrick's Day, the feeding frenzy is back on. 
If you get out there on Valentine's Day, you can beat the mad rush of listings coming to the market, and you can beat that competition to the market, especially if the Fed does start raising interest rates in January, and all of a sudden we got 4 and 5% interest rates, and the number of buyers goes down by half, and there's more sellers on the market. You want to beat those sellers to the market, don't you? It's called supply and demand, isn't it? The more buyers there are for a product, the more valuable it becomes. The less numbers of product that's desired there is, the more valuable it becomes. I think gasoline is our greatest example that we can compare to housing. Even though two weeks ago they said, Oh, uh, the president doesn't have any control over gas prices. It's supply and demand. It's market control. It's beyond his control. It is all controlled by the market. It's supply and demand. And two weeks later, the president announces he's releasing 50 million barrels of oil from the strategic reserve, which is meant for military purposes in case of we need it, uh, which equals two and a half days supply. But the headlines then read, should be a slight decrease in gas prices, thank the president. People can't make up their mind, but it is supply and demand. Because when you shut down pipelines and you eliminate leases on federal lands for drilling of gas, natural gas, excuse me, natural gas and oil, uh, you're limiting the supply. And it's estimated that by eliminating those leases, as we were energy independent uh Drove down the supply about 20%. So when the supply goes down, the price goes up, and you're paying it at the gas pump as a result. So, yes, there were decisions made that impacted the price of gas that came straight out of the White House. And that's really not even debatable. But that same thing's going on with the housing right now. People's dollars are are buying... are. They're worth less. You got to spend more dollars. You got more dollars being pumped into this economy, chasing uh, too few products because of the supply chain disruption and a lot of empty shelves. Somebody told me that a 12 pack of toilet paper was like 21 bucks or something the other day. I couldn't believe it and said limit one. And then there were a lot of stores that were just completely out. So that drives up prices. Now I heard Christmas trees are. Uh, there's going to be a shortage of those, too, which doesn't surprise me. But at any rate, supply and demand is the controlling factor. So you think as a homeowner, when you go to sell your home, you want to go to the market to sell when the supply is down, when you have the least amount of competition and the greatest amount of demand, the greatest number of buyers. And we've run that line all the way out since May of, <clears throat> excuse me, of 2020. How much longer is it going to last? Well, you don't want to find out if you really need to sell your home in 2022. Because when this market changes, it's going to change. I've just been around too long. I've been around all day and I like it. I've been through three significant downturns in the real estate market. And I can see the telltale signs again. Now, do I hope it happens? Absolutely not. I hope it doesn't. 
But with the policies we have in place and the direction we're going, I don't know how we can avoid it. So that being said, if you're thinking about selling a home, get it done. If you're thinking about buying a home, get it done before these interest rates go up. And I'm now going to end today's sermon on get out there and do it to wishing you all a great week. I hope uh, that you have a wonderful upcoming week and enjoy all the sales. Watch the traffic. Went by the mall yesterday and it was just packed. It was about three o'clock in the afternoon, 3.30, something like that. Pretty fascinating and wonderful to see people out again. So God bless you all. Make it a great week. God bless our first responders. God bless our police officers.